Let's Get Real at Crossway with Pastor Bob Manuel and friends. Now the Berean Jews were of more noble character than those in Thessalonica. They, the, the people in Thessalonica did not like at all what Paul was saying. But the Berean Jews, they were of more noble character. Why? For they received the message, that is the message of the gospel, with great eagerness and examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. Sometimes we read this like, oh, I don't believe what you're going to say, Pastor, because i got to check it out for myself. That's not really the spirit behind this verse. The spirit behind the verse is, wow, this is amazing stuff. But I want to check the scriptures, the Old Testament, the Old Covenant, the prophets, the psalm, to see if what Paul is saying is true. Why do I share that? Just in brief, don't you believe a word I say or a word that you hear from any pulpit just because it's said from the pulpit? You go to the scriptures to see if what is being said from here or from any pulpit, does this line up with scripture? Of course, then you have to be careful. <laughs> we, we all like to hear what we want to hear. And it's much more safe and healthy to hear in the context of a community of believers because I don't want to burst your bubble too much, but you don't have all the truth in the sense of everything I say and everything that I understand about Scripture, it's just like Jesus. Uh, I say just what the Father has told me to say, nothing else. We have such skewed ways of looking at the Word of God. Now, I'm going to ask you, Pastor Bob, do you, do you grapple a little bit with this concept as you, as you serve as pastor? Um, obviously, you're interpreting the scripture to us, and there's a lot of responsibility in doing so. Um, but um, just talk to me a, a little bit about how important it is for those in leadership and i'm thinking of your role but also like elders in the mm -hmm. church mm -hmm. to um to take this to heart what you just said yeah again i i think what i was trying to get at uh in in that little excerpt that we listened to is that None of us, I don't care if you have a PhD in New Testament studies or, you know, I have a, a, a doctoral degree in, in preaching, so what? I don't care how learned you are, how smart you are, none of us are silos. You know, we, we are connected to each other, and we need the insights of other people, other trusted, godly people, um, uh, to let us know how we're doing. I mean, I, I talk with the elders all the time at the board meetings about, about how, are, how do you think the, the sermons are going. Uh, mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, they give me some feedback. Um, and believe me, there, there's a few of them that uh, if there's something that I've said that doesn't quite line up, and hopefully it's not some heretical point, but some, right. something that right. I, I shaded it darker or lighter than it needed to be, uh, then uh, they'll let me know. And we need that from each other. Um, so... Okay, now during um, that particular message, Second uh, Timothy four was the focus uh, on proclaiming the word, the word of God. Mm -hmm. um, 
as as you um, look at us in the congregation and and you consider that um, in a sense you are helping equip us for the week ahead okay mm -hmm. um, you, you say here uh, every sermon you hear should have an element of longing of preparing you for a kingdom to come type of living that will shape the way we live our lives today that's that's a big statement yeah you know the big fancy word is eschatological mm -hmm. bent if you will a study of the last things you know so every sermon should have this this flavor this scent that in view of his appearing in his kingdom i give you this charge preach the word so in other words uh, friends, let's be encouraged. You know, the, your quote-unquote little kingdoms might be falling apart left and right, and, and, and you're scared, you're, you're anxious, you're worried. This is not the end. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, our king has come. He's established his kingdom. It's here, but it's not yet here in its fullness. He's going to come and return, his appearing. In view of that, preach the word. And, and so reminding people that... Uh, Everything isn't always going to work out here upon this earth the way that we want it to. It's not meant to. It's God, I think, has made our lives in such a way uh, that, that there's always a, a desire for more uh, or, or something yeah, better. That's a good and, way to say that. Not, not yeah. you know, like I need a bigger car or a bigger house, not that type of thing, but mm -hmm. it's like it's got to get better than this, mm -hmm. and, and it does. Mm -hmm. And that's what I mean by every sermon should have some sense of a longing in it. Yeah, and uh, again, an another word picture that I haven't heard before, and I've been a believer for many years, um, again, pointing out the importance of being here and actually seeing you deliver that to me <clears throat> and um, thinking on it. I think so often we kind of walk away and, and we say, well, that was, that was really helpful, Pastor Bob. <laughs> but um, um, when, when you gave that message, um, was there a, um, a particular focus um, for us as in individuals in, uh, um, you, you, you make, make the statement, uh, preaching must be done in good and bad times, there are hard mm. words, there mm -hmm. are encouraging words, there are healthy words. Um, you yeah. must be sensing that we are in that time. Yeah, you know, and, um, you know theologically, the, the, the end time started with the ascension of Jesus back in the book of Acts, and it continues all the way throughout you know, uh, history as we know it now until his return. So we're in the end times. Now, are we in the, the latter part of the end times? I don't know, but... I, I do have I did have a sense and do have a sense I think a lot of pastors do where if you go back to chapter three verse sixteen all scriptures God breathed it's useful for teaching rebuking correcting and training in righteousness so scriptures help us to teach God's people to rebuke God's people correct and train in righteousness now you know just off the face of it uh, I I like to be trained for righteousness I, I like the idea of being taught but. Do I like the idea of being rebuked and corrected? Well, if this world is falling apart 
and we're preaching in, 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 in mm-hmm. with the view of the longing of Jesus and, and we're longing for his return. Yes. If I'm going down the wrong path, I want somebody to correct me. Oh, so do and I. I. And I want somebody to rebuke me, somebody I trust, mm-hmm. hopefully, yeah. somebody that, mm-hmm. that I know. Uh, but uh, you know God's word. Uh, th- there's this awareness I think among a lot of preachers who who preach Scripture is that increasingly uh, people do want to have their ears tickled and not their hearts pricked. And 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 so you get up to preach and and you have this awareness of people don't really want to hear this, or at least some people. <laughs> well, and um, let's get real at Crossway. Um, is kind of the title for this podcast. Uh, one of the things I will say about you is that um, the message that you deliver is very um, well received by my heart because of your vulnerability, and you find ways to share that. Hmm. And um, that keeps me from... Um, in a sense, putting <laughs> putting you on a pedestal, mm-hmm. but also helping me see that, uh, boy, we need each other. Thank oh, yeah. you, Pastor Bob. Yeah, and that, that's that's part of a pastoral. I don't want to say a pastoral method, but I'm very aware of that. And sometimes people will tell me, "Well, you're very transparent." I say, "Well, I think to myself, well, to a certain degree, you don't know everything about me." <laughs> of course, mm-hmm. there's an old joke that. Sure. The pastor oh, yeah. gets up and says, "You know, if you knew everything about me, all my thoughts, and this, you wouldn't want to come uh-huh. to church, and vice versa. If I knew everything about you, I wouldn't yeah. want you." But the point being, I'm going off on a little tangent. There is that, um, oh, that's you know, we we do we we need each other. We're we're uh, uh, terribly terribly weak all by ourselves. Yes, and and so I want to give people permission to come to church. And not have it all together. And how do I do that? Not that they need my permission. I want them to see that modeled in the pulpit. That you don't have to come and have all your I's dotted and your T's crossed. You can be struggling in your marriage. You Mm -hmm. can be having doubts about your faith, struggling financially. That's okay. You can come. And so I, to some healthy degree, I try to model that from the pulpit. Yeah, and and I feel that way. Uh, toward our elders and those who are in leadership, uh, Paul, as he gets up and mm-hmm. and prays, um, I feel like I can walk over to him, knowing that it's a safe place. You and the other elders have made it very clear that that is the kind of place Crossway Community Church is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's you know, th- there's one Lord, one Savior, and it's not the pastor, it's not the elder board. It's not the most spiritual person in the church. You know, we're, we're all very, very frail. Yeah, I know. And, and, and <laughs> needy, needy people, and there's nothing, nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, I, I know I've talked to some people um, from time to time, and they say, you know, uh, they get a little uncomfortable. Well, I don't think I would have said that. You know, I, I try not to be uh, inappropriate from the pulpit. There's things I'm not going to say from the pulpit. Right. But at the same time, I want everybody to know that, that we are all sinners or we are saved saints who still sin however you want to to look at it that's right and and we need uh we need each other we need the help of god you've been listening to let's get real with pastor bob manuel of crossway community church of grand rapids michigan an evangelical free church 
Please share a word with us, a comment, question, or suggested topic at ipastor at aol.com. That's the letter I, the word pastor at aol.com. I'm Mark Moore. Thanks for listening.